Welcome back, everyone, to episode 10 of the Zone Talk podcast. I'm your host, Jamel. I'm back with Donovan, Rashad, Devon, Nap. Full squad is in here today. Uh, we look good. How we feeling, though? How we feeling? Feeling great. Mm. Great, man. Wow. Good, good, good. A uh, whole lot happened in the NFL. Um, it is the end of the season at this point, but um, stay tuned in the offseason. Uh, we're going to stick with you guys and keep you updated on everything that's going on and deep dive into a couple of different stories that uh, we think are going to be prominent throughout the offseason and just throughout NFL history. So, um, But first, we wanted to uh, just pay tribute um, and say uh, RIP to Vincent Jackson. Uh, he passed away recently at age 38 um, at Homewood Suites in Brandon, Florida. Um, very tragic story to hear, um, tragic loss for the NFL, and I'm sure tragic loss for his family, condolences uh, to them. Um, and this is this was a sad story to wake up to, um, not even just as a fan of the NFL, but just as a fan of Vincent Jackson, the human uh, that he was. Yeah, I mean, um, Vincent Jackson was a part of some great teams. He was a great contributor to those teams that he was on. Um, Number one receiver on most of most of the teams he played on, you know yeah, what I mean. Right. Like, was always that that guy. Um, just a sad story, you know what I mean. He he was a really good player, really young guy. Had a lot, probably had a lot more to go through life with. And I'm not sure if he has a family. I I mean I don't know if he has uh, a wife and children. Um, but well, I can imagine. I can imagine he has somebody. He yeah. has a he has a mother. He has a father, and right. condolences to them. Yeah, he had a. He was married. He was married at the time. Um, along with like all of his on the field like performances, he was also a four time nomination for Walter Payton Man of the Year award while he was that with the Buccaneers. Um, so he was really a stand-up guy, and like even the Chargers released a statement today, you know, just talking about his impact on the city. And so I mean, this this is a big loss for sure. Yeah, I remember watching the Chargers, like, cause I was a fan of LT growing up, and he was out there. It was him, like Chris Chambers, and I just remember that combination <laughs> the Chargers had, man. Keenan McCardell, <laughs> Antonio Gates, all them boys, <laughs> man. So rest in peace, Vincent Jackson. Man, hate to hear it. For real, but on but he had a you know fantastic NFL career, and um, you know I hope at the very least that he had a uh, you know he had a life well lived up to this point. Um, and you know 
I mean, there's not enough to be said about the impact he added on the game in the NFL. I mean, seven seasons with the Chargers, uh, five seasons with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He's a six-time thousand-yard receiver um, and a really big deep ball threat. Uh, you know, averaged 16.8 yards per reception his entire career. Um, so this was someone that had a big impact on all of the teams that he played on, but um, had an even bigger impact on all of the lives that he touched throughout his career. I know a lot of NFL guys came out um, and, you know, share their condolences for his family. So, uh, you know, it was good to hear that from them as well. And, you know, it's a tough loss for the NFL. But, um, you know, we're going to stand together, of course, as football fans and as humans and move forward from um, situations like this. And once again, condolences to his family. And, uh, you know, we wish them the best going forward. Uh, But going into – you know, some of the news for the NFL this week. One of the big things that's going on uh, is the Houston Texans are continuing to add fire to their dumpster fire of an organization. (laughs) Now, uh, this is something that is not new to us, but what is new to us is uh, J.J. Watt was recently released by the Houston Texans um, by his request, and I don't blame him. And now it's time to talk about, you know, what's it look like for the Texans going forward? What's it look like for J.J. Watt going forward? Uh, what do you think? Though? I'd like to address what's what's going on for the Texans going forward. Like they're gonna have to like really pull themselves up by their bootstraps at this point because <laughs> it's a horrible free agency destination. They don't have anything to work with. I mean, they have Deshaun, but he's not playing for them. But it's just a real poor situation that they have, and it's gonna take somebody. It's gonna take a, a multiple. It's gonna start in the front office, honestly, because that's where the issue I see the issue is. The players, they had the players. They had the core players they could have worked with, but they managed to mess that up. So they need to look at those people who made those decisions and just get other guys in there. It's simple as that. <laughs> yeah, man, I don't know what the team about to look like, honestly. Like, it's crazy how, like, just mental they are at this point. Like, they had, I know they had some player in the front office, uh, some guy in the front office, like, step down. And then now with J.J. Watt, like, yeah, like, the people anchor. don't want nothing to do with them, bro. Yeah, like, the city of Houston is just going through right now. All the star power they've been losing, not only in football, but um, it's unfortunate, man. J.J. Watt, um, now, after the whole Deshaun Watson saga, which is still going on, actually, but to lose him, um, I mean, you're losing basically, like, the, the core of your team, basically. Heart and soul. So Yeah, yeah this um, is the backbone of that defense, and it's been a staple for – you know that franchise. Houston fans love JJ Watt. Um, this guy has, yeah, and three, uh, time. three time. And not only that, but the things he's done for the community. I know when they had the hurricane that happened down there, yeah. he was somebody who was a big part. You know, on the front lines helping out, and um, he, you know, he is loved in that city, and he he really did give it everything he had. Uh, you know, he had a fantastic career. Like he's had a Hall of Fame resume on an organization that just hasn't been able to put the pieces around him. And, um, you know, put them in a position to compete for Super Bowls. And it's unfortunate when you see guys like J.J. Watt, uh, you know, commit to organizations and, you know, they give it give it their all. But uh, the organizations just, you know, can't seem to put it together for whatever reason. Yeah, um, it's tragic for Houston fans. But, I mean, for J.J. Watt, if by him requesting his release, he's doing what's best for him and this point it's quite obvious that he's trying to win his ring um somewhere to a contender i saw that he's interested in signing with the browns um 
So hopefully he's utilized elsewhere where he's contending for a championship. Um, he's obviously dealt with injuries that has kind of stunted his his play um, throughout his career. But um, hopefully he goes somewhere where, you know, he's able to utilize whatever he has left. Um, and I think it'll be inter- interesting to see where he goes. Breaking news as of uh, two hours ago, the Titans confirmed their interest in J.J. Watt. Oh, I thought you were about to say. Nah, <laughs> I, I, I thought you were about to say that. Like, like, oh, were we first? <laughs> nah, crazy. Nah. That'd be crazy. Nah, that'd nah, be nuts. But, but um, <laughs> it's interesting how JJ Watt can say, you know, after obviously his illustrious career in Houston, it's time for me to move on. And now Deshaun Watson is in the other boat. And it's looked upon a different way, and the way that they talk about it is differently. And he's seen as a player that's disruptive. I mean, we're talking about, I mean, yeah, I think for them, like, we're looking at, like, the quarterback position. Like, it's hard to come by quarterbacks. I don't know if this is what you're getting at, but as for me, like, when I look at that, like, like, kind of my response to that is just, like, Deshaun Watson's young, and he is the future of the NFL, part of the fu- that future. You think about different quarterbacks. So, I mean, obviously in, in Houston, they're kind of like the front office is like kind of forcing him to stay by saying that they're not trading him anywhere else. On the other hand, in terms of J.J. Watt, I mean, you look at him, he's 32 years old, and he's not as affected as he's been throughout his entire career. He's uh, had injuries. So, I think it's a, l- a little bit different when you look at it that way. For me, that's kind of what I get from that. But I don't know if that's where you were getting at, but that's kind of how I look at it. Um, or just in terms of, like, kind of why you're kind of getting these, these I guess, narratives out of Houston in terms of the Deshaun Watson situation. Um, I think considering, like, he, like I said, he's the quarterback, and that's a position where – you know, if you have a great quarterback, then, you know, you can do almost – you can go far um, with the with the key guy at that position. So, I think – I mean, with J.J. Watt, like I said, he's 32 years old. So, I guess I guess there's not as much of a, a need for him at that position than Deshaun Watson at quarterback. He's only 27 years old, and clearly we've seen how talented he is. Okay, but, like, what about the point that – you know, it's easy to do business. Like, we're talking about doing business at this point. Like, oh, I'm like, unhappy in the situation that I'm in. I don't want to be here anymore. Like Granted, J.J. Watt did his time, and I understand that there's different value at different ages yeah, and yeah. positions, and I get all of that. But the fact of the matter is Deshaun is having a substantially harder time at leaving his situation. What do you? What do the rest of you guys think? Yeah. Um, I think they're trying to hold on to Deshaun. They know that JJ's on his last legs, um, and they're they're willing to use that to you know let him you know he's he's done all he could for them, and it's time to go. I think that's um, probably the best thing they've done for a player. It's <laughs> 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 letting him go at his request. It's letting them go at at their request. Um, with the Deshaun thing is they they 
if they're gonna lose Deshaun, they're gonna want everything. You know what I mean? Yeah, so they're they're not gonna let him go without a fight. So I think that's why we're seeing so much back and forth right now is because they've invested a lot into him. He is a top four, three, whatever you want to say, quarterback top in the NFL right now. He's a top tier. He's a tier one quarterback right now yeah, in the NFL. Sure. And um, losing him, it, it not losing him, but having him on any team makes you that much better. Right. It, it just, and he it, just happens to be on a real shitty he, team, and yeah. he just wants out. And I understand that, like. I just like I think it's messed up that the team's able to say, "Hey, we're not moving you." Like, it's like, well, at least do something for me because right. they're not even doing nothing. Like, yeah. he's he's been there for the like building. Like, they had the pieces. They got rid of D Hop. That's where like the real crumbling started. It's like what and like, yeah. How are you gonna separate we, your quarterback from his his go to guy? Right. And we, I think when you look, you know, that, those are the Twitter the Twitter warriors are gonna come back at you and they're gonna say, well. Sean Watson signed this, you know, long extension. He knew it was coming. Like, he signed up for this. Bro, I don't give a damn, bro. <laughs> Deshaun Watson did not set, want De- DeAndre Hopkins to be traded. He didn't want um, David Johnson. Right, like, if I'm your franchise <laughs> I quarterback. Ask, I didn't ask for this. If I'm your franchise <laughs> quarterback, you like, at least run something by me. Like, let me make a – have a contribution to the decision because, like, what I'm you? out there playing. I'm out here trying to get y'all to what y'all want. We all want the same goal. Let me work with you to get there. At the very least, pick up another lineman. Give like, me help. Something. Help me. Literally, <laughs> <Please>. bro. Please. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense to me. It, I mean, Deshaun Watson, I really hope he can get out. But, you know, it's going to be a stalemate for a while. They're going to see – probably going to see how long they get – you know, is Deshaun Watson really going to sit out? Is he willing to sit out? Like, the that would just be season? a shame if well, he sits thing, out. We, we, we've seen how things like this can tarnish a quarterback or any player's career. We've seen it in Detroit for years and years where they're an awful organization and we see these superstar players like Stafford or Calvin Johnson give it their all and it's just like – they get nothing in return for what they put out on the field. Word. You know what I mean? Uh, NFL recognition is cool, but like when when you're not making the playoffs and you're not you you're play not in contention, to win the game. Yeah, you play to win the game, and and if you're not in a position to win, nobody nobody wants nobody wants to be a part of a, a, a losing organization. It's yeah, that's just, just hard to commit that. to, hard to dedicate your time to, like being a part of it, like losing that isn't showing any signs of progress or like we're not on the uptick we're just sitting here and yeah. we're not doing anything not like, as a oh, front office young. it's not like yeah, we're like, young we got oh, guys we're years. working towards something like nah like what are you guys working towards y'all just got Deshaun and like a bunch like all due respect to the NFL players around him but a bunch of garbage around him like you know how sick he must get to be like or to hear people talk about you like yeah he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league but he he just can't make it to X level because your team is trash. Like yeah. that's that's some real bullshit. Yeah. I mean, but you also at the end of the day, you're you dealt the hand you play with and you know I mean he tried. He he tried. <laughs> he tried and he, show, he showed up he showed us what he could do with, with bare minimum, with players injured, with players out, with with guys that aren't really the best players in the league or the even Top tier players at the position, so they got a lot. They got a lot to figure out in te- in Houston, Texas. Um, starting with 
front office, and then all the way down to offense, defense, quarterback, running back, receiver, offensive line, defensive line. <laughs> <laughs> what do we um What do we think about JJ Watt situation though? Like, where do you all see him being effective? Or just where do you see him going? If he wants to go to the Browns, I think that's a great situation for him. Him and him and Miles Garrett, like you know, I think it gives him a little bit more freedom to to work with. It gives Miles Garrett, you know, you can't you can't double team him the entire game now because you got JJ there. So I I think that's a good situation for Cleveland. And they still have Olivier Vernon, I believe. Yeah, Denzel uh, Ward. You know what I mean? They got good guys on the back end. And he'll get to play against his brothers mm, yeah, in the twice, same division. Yeah. Twice a year, bro. That's so that's just as good. I mean, I think it would be just as good as playing with them, in my I think, opinion. I think it'd be dope if he went there, if he went to Pittsburgh and just played with that his brothers. That would be sick if they could work that out. <laughs> that's so the Pittsburgh is another option as well that has been talked about. Obviously, JJ wants to go there. Uh TJ reached out to him clearly. And um, you know, that's a situation that would that would be amazing for an already stacked defense. Um, but you know, as we were saying with uh, the Cleveland Browns, that's also a situation where JJ Watt gets some pressure relieved off his back. The defense isn't all on him. I think part of the reason he had a slight downtick in his play this year, still graded out top seven in PFF grades with 85.5, uh, for the year, uh, you know, it was because there was just so much going on around him, uh, bad tackles, you know, not enough players that could support him. You know, getting double teamed, triple teamed, and just his defense not having an opportunity to make any any plays. And um, you know, obviously we already talked about how much of a dumpster fire the Texans are. So, uh, the Steelers would be another good fit. But yo, the just thinking, I was just thinking about the Cleveland Browns. Like, if you add JJ Watt into the mix of the Cleveland Browns, like not even on the field, just Bro. like think about the personalities in that in that organization <laughs> now, like. You got mad shit yo, going on. And, like, yeah. to think about OBJ fucking around with, Jarvis. like, you know, all in the same. <laughs> OBJ, Miles Garrett, Jarvis, and like, J.J. Watt, and Baker. Baker. <laughs> Bro, Kareem? Word. <laughs> Nick Chubb over there looking like a Stonehenge. <laughs> He's just in the corner, just chilling. Word. And then they got the young bull coming back this year, Grant Delpit as safety. Yep. Yep. Denzel Ward over there, too. No. Yeah, that's a good team right there. A good young team. And um, J.J. Watt goes there. That would be nice. Yeah, I think another thing that's interesting, too, is that so his his first two years, J.J. Watt started off as, like, playing interior line. And then throughout the rest of his career up to this point, um, they he's, like, he was a great pass rusher off the edge. And he was effective up to this point. He, not as effective. Uh, these past couple of years, but now um, he's playing more interior and he's very effective on the interior. So if you put him in a situation where he's with other elite linemen and then you put him on the interior and how effective that could be and even giving him kind of like putting him on a on a pitch count like each game, like in, yeah, I game, mean, in certain situations, like you put him in a pass rush situation, but he's not playing the entire game because he's – up, he's obviously, in terms of health-wise, he's not there anymore, and he's been dealing with injuries. Um, so even if teams like a contending team can do that, um, statistically he, he's been more effective from the interior than he has been um, recently with the off the edge. So I think that would be pretty 
interesting to see how teams go about that. Well, I think nonetheless, J.J. Watt is going to be an improvement on the outside or the inside. Um, he still played – I mean, he played over 1,000 snaps yeah. last year. So, I mean, he's – he, he didn't play a lot 2018, 2019, but bouncing back with a But think spots. about, like, a D coordinator, a like, the things you can do yeah, like, yeah, with lot, him on the line. So much like. versatility. And um, I, I definitely agree with the point that utilizing him on the interior uh, would be a huge advantage for a lot of teams um, if you're looking at a dominant presence on the inside, similar to a guy like Elias Campbell uh, on the Ravens, the way he plays, um, you know, handling that four or five technique. You know, those are situations where, you know, you can really beat up the tackle and uh, really get up the field, create some interior pressure. So, you know, that's going to be good to see. If that happens with J.J. Wall, I think another good fit uh, would be the Green Bay Packers. Um, now, I'm sure Aaron Rodgers would like that, but, you know, J.J. Watt coming from Wisconsin, you think it be, could be a return to his home state? No. I don't think J.J. is the answer for that defense. They need They need a lot more than... I mean, it, I, another it, it's a good start. Back. It's a good start, but you know they they've let up. They were letting up a lot of points, so they so, might they might need they might need some tacklers and some um and a couple couple guys that can cover before going for the pass rush guy. Yeah, so that is JJ Watch's home state. Um, so that would be a nice return. Yeah, uh, went to school too, right? Yep, home state, home school. Um, you know, so that would be uh great for them. Um. I'm sure his family would love to see have him at home, uh, and that Packers defense would get an up a needed upgrade on the defensive line. Uh, but I don't know if it would uh, make the most sense uh, for what he's looking for. Yo, this is completely unrelated. But when you just compared J.J. Watt to Clay's Campbell, it reminded me of that post game interview that he had after the Titans game. <laughs> How did you dominate this game on D? Man, we played good team ball. Good team ball. Everybody did their job as best they could do it. We played with heart and emotion. We knew it was going to be a tough matchup. He's a, he's a king. He's a beast. 2,000 yards. But today, he's going to run the ball. He's going to run the ball. You guys said all the right things all week about what happened back in November, the logo thing. Peters picks off that ball. It was a group picture on the logo. What went into that? Hey, man, I was just following my teammates. I had no idea that was happening. Come but on, now, day, you've been around long enough. You know what I didn't know what was happening until I got there. But at the end of the day, I mean, hey, respect is earned. Respect is earned. I know you're new here, but you also know Lamar Jackson heard a lot about what happened the past two years, not winning in the playoffs. For a young player like that, as talented as that, what does this win mean to him? It means everything. It's the first one. But he got a long way to go. This team has a long way to go this year. We're going places. You got the Bills or the Chiefs. Who do you want? It don't matter. It don't matter. We probably got to get both of them anyway. It don't matter. How does this team keep what you're doing rolling? One play at a time. Earn the right. Earn the right to be a champion. Congrats, One play guys. at a time. Appreciate it. We appreciate all of you guys for listening. Uh, we're going to keep our episodes short and sweet in the offseason. Uh, stay tuned as we continue to deep dive into future topics. Uh, we'll reach out to you guys on social media about how, uh, what topics we can engage in. and We're open to all of the input. Let it fly on Twitter, Instagram, exactly. so, Facebook. Uh, don't be surprised if uh, we reach out or, um, you know, you hear from us. Uh, but we're going to let y'all go. and Shout out, Javi. <laughs> <laughs> gotta shout out my dog every episode, man. That's a day one right there. So gotta shout him out every episode. 
We'll catch y'all next week. Uh, shout out to Super Smash Bros. Alejandro Blanco and Wiz Dakota. Uh, we're going to play Top Speed on the way out. Catch y'all later. Zone talk, zone talk, zone talk. Peace. I'm the type of make a move and don't nobody know. You don't gotta hide it if you wanna let it show, girl. All I need is any with a little bit of dope. Soon as I get them both, you know I'm all ready to go, yeah. Never mind them rookies, baby, come fuck with the pro. We can do it faster, we can do it slow. Never mind them knocks, yeah, leave them at the door. I know what your spots like, I've been there before. I left my main hoe, now my side my main hoe. Jigger chain clothes, live exquisite, they know. Performing plain clothes, get the bag and race home. Ain't got time for lame hoes or any of you lame hoes. Riding something for him, riding in that Zane low. Rich or poor, I'm still gonna live by the same code. Off the tone, it's how to think how I got home. I'm at the mall shopping, but I think I got those. I got drugs up in my system, I might go off. Hey, quarter on the beat, I told him go off. I ain't never been the type to show off. And I ain't never pressed, don't make me go off. Hey. Okay, I want a deal, but they be robbed. But still, my bike crib from north up to Pross. Big hill, these niggas bite me hard, I feel like holy feel these niggas flex. Too hard, they care about hoes for real. Yeah. Top speed, O D, low key on me. Top speed, O D, low key. Shorty won't get drafted, but I'm only tryna blaze her. 20 out of 10 every single time I raid her. Probably got a hundred on the dice just like a racer. I'ma go top speed. I'ma go top speed, yeah. I'ma go top speed.